Hello, and welcome to the Industry and Parliament Trust podcast. My name is Will, Events and Training Officer here at the IPT. Climate change, urbanisation and the internet are three defining issues in policymaking today. These issues are reshaping industries throughout the economy and none more so than logistics. The growth of e-commerce, with companies such as Amazon and ASOS promising next-day delivery, has placed even more pressure on firms to handle large volumes quickly. Yet it is increasingly clear, too, that more must be done to reduce emissions. The introduction of the ultra-low emission zone in central London has focused minds on finding commercially viable green modes of transporting goods. With the World Bank estimating 83% of the UK's population living in urban environments, and with the Freight Transport Association reporting continued growth, what lies ahead for the logistics sector? Ahead of our roundtable discussion in Parliament, I sat down with Arne Strauss, Associate Professor at Warwick Business School and the Alan Turing Institute. Uh, thank you very much for joining me, Arne. Um, so, uh, first, um, with the growth of e-commerce, um, fresh demands have been placed on uh, the logistics sector. How have you found companies have responded to this? Well, I think in various ways. So, for instance, there are technological um, innovations, there are business model innovations, there are innovations uh, regarding the actual methodology that they're using to managing their business. And as far as technology is concerned, first of all, we have got interesting developments. And as far as, for instance, Sainsbury's is introducing, uh, or at least are trialing um, e-cargo bikes, uh, so bicycles, uh, which have got the capacity to actually deliver quite a few um, goods. Also, have got an electric engine. Um, similarly, like DHL and others um, have been trialing also such um, vehicles that are interacting uh, with vans, for instance. So they're meeting a van at some point um, and well, load has been transferred from the van um, to the cargo bike, um, all with the idea of well, essentially reducing emissions and well, allowing basically um, yeah, deliveries within the city centers to be made without having to rely on, on vans and well, having then all the problems related to parking, etc. Uh, then you, of course, got drones, for instance. Uh, that's, of course, always something for the headlines. So various companies apparently are trialing um, yeah, whether delivery by drone is something that um, can be done. So either from a depot or from um, a lorry that is quite often being trialed. But there are also some patterns uh, regarding actually dispatching the drones from trains um, or um, as we might have seen in the news already, uh, so a few years ago, Amazon had been patenting um, the idea of an airborne uh, fulfillment center. So that actually this is kind of yeah, um, flying somewhere over the city and then uh, sending drones uh, down from there. Um, but yeah, I think this is still at very early stages, especially because of all the legal um, and um, other issues, um, such as very limited capacity. But another big trend as far as technology is concerned is certainly well, the idea of um, using autonomous vehicles, uh, such as, for instance, Ocado having trials and well, robots that are driving on the sidewalk. And um, it would be very slowly, um, of course, driving towards customers' homes, notifying them once they're outside and want them, basically customers could come out um, to serve, uh, well, to, to get um, their goods out of the vehicle. And of course, uh, also self-driving vans, that's actually also something that specifically Ocado, but also many others, of course, are trialing. As far as business models are concerned, um, there's quite a range of things um, that are being looked at, such as crowd shipping. Um, so essentially, you've got two different modes there, either crowd shipping in the sense of actually employing people on an hour basis, 
um, to um, yeah, ship things for you. So basically, these people would be making dedicated uh, journeys just for the sake of uh, deliveries so or journeys that they otherwise wouldn't have done. Um, and there's another type of crowd shipping whereby essentially one is well, trying to uh, um, to get people anyway doing a certain uh, trip that they are taking along something that is kind of well, um, more or less on the way. So that's, for instance, something that Walmart um, had been experimenting with. Um, so namely, to have uh, people in store uh, deliver goods for other people uh, who might be living somewhere along the way, basically, between that store and that customer's home location. Um, right, and uh, overall, I think um, one of the quite interesting the business model innovation in that space is also the uh, um, well, the intention um, to try to work more together in the sense of to form sort of shipping alliances, um, so to speak, between various shippers, um, so as to to bring the cost down. So this is something that in the airline space we are seeing already. I mean, there are many airline alliances around, um, but yeah, in the, the shipping sector is rather uh, rather new. Mm-hmm. When I would say, um, finally, in terms of uh, business models, there is certainly also um, yeah many interesting uh, stuff going on in terms of the actual fulfillment centers. So. Kind of on the one hand, we have got the traditional out of town yeah, nature um, fulfillment hubs, uh, but we have got also on the other extreme um, experiments taking place about micro consolidation uh, mm-hmm. centers, essentially like a trailer, for instance, being parked somewhere in a central um, urban location. Um, and well, over the day, um, your parcels would get dispatched from that trailer, for instance, again using um, your bicycles or whatever means. Um, but again, what well, this would be then an attempt of consolidating um, your orders up to that point, and then just on the very literally last mile, um, you would have uh, then individual customers be, um, visited. Um, right, and then finally concerning methodology. Um, so I think in that um, space, there are interesting things happening within companies, and as far as the different. Um, well, basically, functions such as um, demand management, such as the actual fleet management, that um, yeah, these are well, um, more more integrated, basically, and working better together. Thank you. Um, it's clear that in addition to greater demands from customers for a quick and easy service, um, mm-hmm. customers expect logistics companies to be uh, more and more environmentally aware. Um, what are some of the ways that companies ensure they are sustainable? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there are various ways for sure. So very simple ways might be, for instance, this green van incentive that companies like uh, Sainsbury's or Ocado in the grocery sector are using so as to try to incentivize customers to pick slots which are essentially environmentally friendly, so saving uh, saving some driving, uh, usually due to the fact that there is already a delivery in that area around that, uh, that delivery time slot. So as such, um, it saves apparently then some mileage. But on a larger scale, of course, I would say this this move towards electric vehicle, that is uh, vehicles, I should say, um, that is going to be a yeah, rather major one. Um, and well, indeed, I think the, the first uh, stage of that would be these e-cargo bikes and things like that, or electric um, vans or something. Um, and who knows, possibly at some point, um, yeah, drones, but I think for sure these e-cargo bikes, they seem to have been tried in various places with some success. Um, and in terms of what I mentioned, crowd shipping early on, um, so I think, so this is also sometimes being hailed as uh, something that you could 
contribute to improving environment, etc. Uh, and there, I think it really depends on the type of crowd shipping that we're looking at. So if it's indeed something like this kind of Walmart idea that I mentioned earlier, uh, which essentially uh, what indeed means that somebody who's anyway undertaken a certain trip is just having to deviate from that originally planned trip by a little bit, then of course that uh, would save substantial traffic. But um, yeah, if we're looking at a model, yeah, well. Drivers, be they in crowd uh, sourced or not, are specifically undertaking that journey just mm-hmm. for that uh, purpose. Then it's yeah, a bit questionable as to whether that, as to whether this would help. Um, <clears throat> do you think this focus on being environmentally aware is a positive for the sector? Well, it surely would be disruptive. I think um, <laughs> so. Positive depends on how you interpret that, but um, I think it's overall um, quite exciting because it basically stimulates such well. Um, focus on such new um, uh, business models and hopefully at least from my point of view it will lead to um, further consolidation in terms of well, being able to put more um, uh, yeah, more parcels onto a van etc and well, I think this would be most likely achievable by means of cooperation basically. Okay. Um, when we think mm-hmm. of logistics sites we think of them um, being positioned out of town so uh, near major roads or airports um, you would think that that would be the most beneficial location uh, for fulfillment sites. Um, with the growth of same-day delivery, uh, how do you think this will change in the future? What do you think it will change? So I think at the moment, uh, space is rare and also very expensive within the, the cities and for pretty much all UK cities, I would imagine. Um, however, for... Well, for um, well, especially... Um, well, deliveries that um, they don't take over really much mileage, so basically are uh, low emission and everything. Uh, for that to work, I think one needs basically some central hubs. So it seems to me as for this compromise of having uh, the larger centers outside, which are then consolidating orders, shipping them in given concentrated shipment to one yeah, such, um, for instance, micro consolidation hub or whatever uh, you want to call it. And then to dispatch from there, um, it seems to me uh, a promising concept, at least from what I've seen uh, in the um, in research on, on that topic so far. Um, but I also think that, for instance, when we are talking about groceries, um, yeah, that this probably wouldn't work because for groceries, we've got some frozen goods, you get some chilled uh, goods, etc. So, well, it might be that um, yeah, for, for such sectors, uh, Wakado's model, for instance, of having a very much automated, very large-scale warehouse that well, necessarily needs to be out of town because indeed there's no space within the cities um, that this will persist. So I think it's a mix of both, most likely. Fantastic. And finally, uh, what recent innovation do you think will transform the sector in the coming years? Well, that's difficult to say for sure. <laughs> but um, my guess for the near-term future would be um, yeah, these electric vehicles, um, so especially these cargo bikes, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and well, in the long run, um, I think autonomous vehicles uh, are going to play a major role in that. Fantastic. Uh, Anshas, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you.